Then you may go to dinner. Don't forget, breathing practice before breakfast with your ensembles. Chatting, the kids headed toward the storage lockers to replace their instruments. A clarinet player waved as she left the room. Good night, Mr. Cowdery. He nodded in her direction. Night, sir, said a percussionist. See you in the morning. Good performance. The room cleared until Elise Morgan remained, jotting post-concert notes on her clipboard. Her straight black hair reached the bottom of her ears, and her glasses, missing one earpiece, sat crookedly on her nose. As always, dark smudges sagged under her eyes. She slept little. More often than not, late at night, she'd still be working on the music. One of the French horns came in late again. I think it's Thomas. He's waiting until the trombones start, and it throws him a half-beat off. I didn't notice. Cowdery sat beside her. The light metal chair creaked under his weight. Several chairs had broken in the last few months. Just two spares remained. He wondered what would happen when players had to stand for their performances. The band sounded smooth tonight. Very confident. Elise nodded toward the window. They're tuning the room. Maybe they're getting it ready for Friday's concert. Cowdery raised his eyebrows. Elise pointed to the domed ceiling. See there and there? New baffles. We've lost the echo chamber effect you mentioned last week. And check out my flute. She handed it to him. At first, they just repatted them. Normal maintenance, but they've done other stuff too. It's a better instrument. He held the flute, then tried a few fingerings. The keys sank smoothly, no stickiness, and the flute weighed heavy. Play a note, she said. He brought the instrument to his lip, but even before he blew, he knew it was extraordinary. During the sixth grade, after I won state solos the second time, my parents took me to the New York Philharmonic. I met their first chair, and he let me play his flute, custom-made, insured for $50,000. She took the instrument back from Cowdery and rested it on her lap. It wasn't as good as this one is now. Maybe the perfectionists are right. Cowdery frowned. Misguided students with wacky theories about how they could get home shouldn't be taken seriously. How's that? Cowdery shook the irritation from his head. He thought he would check the lockers after he finished with Elise. Were the other instruments being upgraded too? Maybe what they want is a perfect performance. Then they'll let us go. Maybe Friday will be it. She looked up at the nearest window. A brown, smoky wave swirled behind it, cutting sight to no more than a yard or so beyond the glass. Cowdery felt fatherly. She sounded so wistful when she said, they'll let us go. He almost reached out to touch her arm, to offer comfort. But he held himself still. No sense in sending mixed signals. I don't know why we're here. No one knows. They shouldn't get their hopes up. After all, what's a perfect performance? Any sunset is perfect. Any pebble is perfect. She scuffed her bare foot on the immaculate floor. Weeds are perfect, and so is a parking lot at the mall when the cars are gone and you can ride your bike in all directions without hitting anything. She sighed and open meadows where the grass is never cut. Cowdery nodded, not sure how to respond. She often reminisced about meadows. Elise closed her eyes dreamily. I found a pebble in my band jacket. Sometimes I hold it, 
and think about playgrounds. Really? She looked up at him, then dug into her pocket. On her open palm, a bit of shiny feldspar the size of a pencil eraser caught the ceiling light. As quick as it came out, it vanished back in her pocket. She made another note on her clipboard. The perfectionists are getting pretty fanatical. Others heard Thomas come in late. The band will maintain discipline. If anyone has a problem, they'll talk to me. That's why I'm here. Elise looked uncomfortable. Are you sure? With Ms. Rhodes gone... Cowdery glanced away from her to the empty chairs and music stands. Ms. Rhodes will be missed, but the band can continue without an assistant director. I'm just saying, it's a lot for a single adult to handle. He composed his face to meet her eyes. The less we think of Ms. Rhodes, the better.